Oh my goodness. We are here. We are. With Sweet Caroline. Caroline Munoz, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Now, we have um, a few things going on. We have uh, a completely separated dish of (laughs) green M&Ms because that's what was on her rider. Caroline Uh uh, is a very high-maintenance guest, but we're happy to have her anywhere. Mm -hmm. What is it about the green M&Ms? I just like them. There's something about the dye. I don't know. The blue gets a bad rep from the dye and nutrition and just look it up. Fair enough. And we also mm-hmm. have mimosas, which Lauren brought mm-hmm. for some reason. Why are we drinking on a Monday morning? Um. Well, one, because Caroline is here. So we are celebrating. It's a celebration. The fact Thank that you. her presence is, I don't know where I was going with that. She's gracing us with her presence. Mm-hmm. And my birthday's tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> The truth comes out. Classic Sanchez. <laughs> so it's birthday week. and it's birthday, week. birthday month. month. Why stop there? Well, you know, I took it down a notch. Mm. It's birthday week. Okay. And it's a full week. We have a lot of events going on, not just like in life, but in our office. I mean, right. We've got the baseball game this week. Big time. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. it's lots of fun. We should probably tell people who Caroline is. So... Mm-hmm. The Dofi, you're the director of first impressions here at <laughs> Emma Keller Burns Williams. quoted that, by As the she way. Did, at, at Keller Williams Integrity in Cherry Creek. And um, you do a lot. You pointed this out that you're the first one we've had on the podcast who's not a licensed realtor. Mm. But what would you say you do here? That's a wonderful question. So uh-huh. agent services, definitely just doing whatever's needed around the market center. So um, I handle a lot of the recruiting in the office and the predominant part when I'm asked what I'm done by new agents is I just tell them I'm the general office manager. That's a lot more palatable. It's a lot more easy to understand. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Because yeah. you kind of do everything. I mean, yeah, I try to. Does. Yeah. I try to. You're in charge is somewhat of K-Score, the Keller Oh, yeah. I run estate. the Keller yeah. Williams School of Real Estate. Yeah. So if yeah. you're considering becoming a realtor, mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. your girl. Send me an email. Absolutely. Yeah. I just sent someone your way. Oh, I thank you. Reach out or not. Um, and we'll include her email yeah. in the link. Of course we will. Yeah. So she's your main point of contact if you're considering getting real estate and getting your license because it's a great program for that. Is it is it is it paid for? Is that how it works? It's 100 percent free. It's more of like a gentleman's agreement in the way that we expect that you join our brokerage after Mm -hmm. the completion. It's non-contractual. However, we're giving you free real estate school a value that's typically between five hundred to fifteen hundred dollars. So join our brokerage in Terry Creek afterwards. Yeah, you won't regret it. You Mm -hmm. will not regret it. And you're known as the closer because your recruiting um, Mm. stats are very, very good. They're good. I'm lucky. Yeah. Take us through that. How do you you close? How do you uh, convince so many potential recruits to join the brokerage? Okay, so to diminish myself a little bit, it's not like I get crazy numbers, okay? (laughs) Like, it's not like there's a ton, but it's... I. If you sit down, if you come in and you talk with me, chances are you already want to start a career in real estate. So less on me and more on our brokerage and just all of the things that we do really have to offer. And that is going to be your coaching. How many brokerages out there offer that level of productivity coaching, the level Mm -hmm. of support, um, classes, continuing education. Mm -hmm. And it makes it really easy to sell and it makes it very easy to have a good conversation with people, whether it be first time agents who are wanting that support, but monetarily wise, Keller Williams is great if you have a long-term mindset of money and capping, getting 100% of your commission. 
it's really easy to draw upon other brokerages where you're maybe putting in a 20% on your commission every single time, but you have a $200,000 a year, that yeah. 20% gets really big really quick. Yeah. So yeah. it's an easy one to sell. The brokerage is easy to sell. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. We, we had a, uh, I was talking to an, an agent here, one of the, um, top producing, I guess, agents here who is, who did look at, who was recruited by a, a brokerage. It was like, oh, your splits are 70, 30 or whatever it is in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And ours are 80, 20 come here. And he re- he ran the numbers, but mm-hmm. because there was no cap, yeah. he would have given up an extra $60,000. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. So it just depends. It's a play on, um, play on words. And yeah. those numbers can seem super small and that's attractive to a lot of people mm-hmm. upon initial but if you're thinking long term, no, you're spending mm-hmm. way more money there. Right. Right. Yeah. Lauren, your first, um, because you are the script writer, your first bullet point on our script here is us stating our obsession with Caroline. So take me through that, please. So Caroline and I, it was probably, mm. I mean, she's Miss Sunshine, right? Like she is. She everyone won the Sunshine knows Award. that when you walk in the door, you're going to be greeted with a smile, mm-hmm. warm and friendly, give you all the fuzzies. But Caroline and I went. And had juice one day for lunch. And juice for lunch. Juice for lunch. Like a juice date. You know, like you just go no, down I the d- street and grab know. a juice. Okay. Okay. And we walk back and we just start taking laps around the building because our conversation was just so mm. great. And it mm. was just so like, oh my God, I'm opening my soul to you yes. and I just felt like it was so easy to do that. You know how people like you just sit down with them and you're like tell you my whole life story Uh and just be completely raw with you it was that and so like i just really appreciated that and i was like oh she's like one of the people like kind of like us right like Mm -hmm. i feel like you and i can be really like real with each other to where it's like brother sister like Mm -hmm. oh my god you're an idiot Mm -hmm. but i still said that but it's like that and so it was like oh my gosh ever since that date it was just I don't know. I just love her and I appreciate oh, her. Likewise. likewise. She is a great conversationalist. Yeah. And that takes us into your background. Um, so before you uh, joined this brokerage, what were you doing? What 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 is your life leading you up to this moment? Yes. So I got my undergrad. I double majored. So there's that. Oh, She's brilliant. <laughs> yes. Yes. So psychology and biology were my two things, all with a long-term goal is I wanted to be a clinician. So... That from day one, that was the one thing I was I was gunning for. So clinician meaning I know what that means. Why biology? What is it? Yeah, um, medical school. Oh, and, oh, so you're gonna explain that? Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I didn't want to close myself off to the like the thought of psychiatry. Obviously, the the monetary gain there for the amount of education was there, and I wanted to make sure that aligned and. Um, as time went on and I, I worked for a research lab, it just became clear that my path was a little bit more research and literature based than it was clinical. Um, so I got into my master's to PhD program and that's how I ended up here in Colorado. I went to CU Denver. Um, you know, I was on a four year track essentially, which is a huge gamble, right? At the end of the day, if 
a typical master's program you get through two years you've got a master's and a master's to phd program you get through two years you have no master's or no phd and so yeah. that definitely was a, a gamble in and of itself but i got into the program for clinical couples and sex therapy so i will 100 percent be your least pc person on this podcast so if you have <laughs> children you kevin i'm so sorry but the, that was my underlying passion all my research was predominantly done in the realm of adverse childhood experiences so that's what i had to draw on and then by the time i got into preparing my paperwork for my master's it became clear that i wanted to work with okay i can't work with kids but i can work with adults and preventing the adverse childhood experiences yeah. so people became a fundamental part of of the reason why I came to to Denver. Yeah. So, I originally went to school in Arizona. Oh. So, dealing with people with issues. Yes. Um, did that prepare you for this career? Oh my god, 100%. <laughs> Just to be clear, because like, I, I get to never... hear all of y'all's issues. Yes. <laughs> I have never ever sat a recruiting appointment with somebody who said, Caroline, since the day I was born, I knew I was going to be a realtor. That is never, ever the storyline that anybody brings. And um, it's always, I started off as this and this didn't work out. Or I started off as this. And, and getting to know and learn people about what didn't work out, what do you want to work out in your life, and how can I help those things work out for you? So just bringing in that ease of people in the way that I learned people in the way that I like to learn people and still being able to use it, but in a way that is beneficial to something a little bit lighter mm-hmm. than, than what I was formally trained for. Yeah. Yeah. yeah heavy. Very yeah, heavy. Very heavy. <laughs> Sorry. Someone make a joke. 9-11 <laughs> no, or something. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Sam's yes. too. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh my goodness. Um, so Lauren wants to know how we landed such a lovely director of first impressions like you was because you were recruited here, right. right? I mean, no. Okay. So how that, how that wound up to be, I was working for an inpatient unit last job with eating disorders, funny enough, as I was going through my clinical rounds and, um, I just knew that that wasn't sustainable long term for me. And I wanted to find a position that I could still use my people skills and, yeah. What better than selling Sunset? So here, here, we, here we landed. Also, <laughs> because it is totally selling Sunset. It is nothing it like is. selling Sunset, no. but it's really it's easy to glamorize in that facet, and yeah. it was transferable, and it was a landing spot for mm-hmm. me, and it has provided so many opportunities for me since beginning. So that's mm. amazing. Yeah. So, and I'm sure just like us, right? A day in the life is probably so different every day. But do you have like? A normal routine of what you do throughout the day. Yes. So predominantly in the morning, I spend time with my team. So I work in the leadership aspect of the market center. So I'm kind of getting to know where we are in our numbers, our recruiting goals, where we hope to be, where we hope to grow, making Keller Williams a place that people want to come, a place that people want to stay. So mornings are very market center driven. I get into my part of the day, which is helping agents figure things out. (laughs) How do we use the printer? (laughs) How do we use the printer? And if you can't get it to work, you probably forgot the dot between your name but yes those are the trivial aspects of it and then more so planning classes getting classes on the schedule and making sure that we're we're doing that part and then the last half of my day is pretty much spent on recruiting so I'm on indeed a lot and I'm chatting with people a lot and yeah that's that's pretty much my day 
So do we have like a standing indeed posting? We do. We have, mm-hmm. that's a great question. We have a standing indeed post. So if you're considering a career in real estate, that's a great place to kind of start getting into contact. I'll reach out and we'll have a chat. It's perfect. Yes. Oh my goodness. Come chat with Caroline and then come chat with you're Caroline. You're sucked in. She, she'll probably close you. Just, yeah. be, just be careful. <laughs> yeah. She is the closer. Um, so for you, what are your long-term goals? Is that something you think about? Like where you see yourself and I don't know when you're 30 well, cause you're very young. Rewind. What? Because right. Like is Dofi long-term? I don't know. No, okay. it's not long-term and that's fine. Um, I love where I'm at right now. I love the connections that I've built and I love being able to make, have my own flair on this job. It's, become very comfortable to me but um i'm thankful for the opportunity to be able to be recruiting that's definitely something mm-hmm. that i want to see pushed forward just because of how much i enjoy the conversations with people how much i like getting to know people seeing them close their first deal and just knowing where that started where they started yeah. um i'm very familiar to that feeling of having a career change and having things flip from the way that you originally planned it to be so seeing something kind of flourish out of nothing is Mm -hmm. i love that i love cheering people on and that's very much so my personality type so being able to take that somewhere else is the goal of mine and another beautiful thing about keller williams is the mentorship opportunities just how many people there are there to guide you walk you through been there done that mentality but in a super supportive way so Mm -hmm. janine kevin you guys are phenomenal Mm -hmm. our obligatory our obligatory shout out i think we've heard we've had the kevin one already yeah 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 Yeah. 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 kevin gets no more mentions no i know we're done with kevin we just (laughs) got two more kevin (laughs) kevin 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 I know, uh, and he just closed on his home. He did. He moved into a new home. His, his, like, what, uh, his how wife's many... dream home. Let's mention mm-hmm. that. It's his wife's so dream cute. Home. That mm-hmm. interior brick. I'm drooling. I love it, and I love the I way know. that they stayed true to the character. It's and... her birthday today, by the way. So happy birthday, Sarah. Happy, happy birthday, birthday two days ago, depending on when you're listening to this. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's okay. But happy birthday. Happy birthday anyway. It's yeah, her birthday month. Exactly. And her birthday week as well. <laughs> you guys should do something. Have the same birthday week. I know. I She's so sweet. I knew I got along with her for reason <sighs> so you can come to dinner with us even kevin's wife is getting yes. shout outs on this podcast i now. know that's pretty great yeah now um my favorite caroline memory um and this goes to her just general level of uh sunshineness and support here at the office is i had a listing appointment a fairly big one that actually came in through floor time mm-hmm. through you mm-hmm. um and it was and like- i sprinted to the training room to make sure that you picked it up oh did you really yes i did oh that's funny i was i think i was at home but mm-hmm. i did pick it up and so it was um it was the day of, and it was like all hands on deck. It was very funny. And um, that was one of the last things before I left. You fished through your purse mm-hmm. and got me, because we were looking for a breath mint. Oh, my, breath my goodness. Yes. <laughs> and, so, and so you actually found one in there, and that's, I think, what closed the deal. Yeah. So that's There hilarious. we go. I, you owe it all to me. It's okay. Yes, yeah. I do. I think I can say that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what, what about, uh, your personal life? Like, I know you're a writer. I think we all Mm. kind of have that in common. You love to read. She bakes. Oh my God. And she, I mean, bread, you make pasta, homemade. Mm -hmm. Like, thank you. I mean, just like you do everything. She does. She's a Renaissance woman. And do do we want to talk now about how we get shamed, uh, for not reading as fast as we should? Okay. First off, because I feel like we skipped a little bit. Sorry. It's okay. We talked about like, we talked about goals, but like, what's next? 
you know, like, I mean, Dofi, like, when we say Dofi, I feel like that I sound like I'm saying the death, you know? Have you guys it ever does sound seen funny. It's a funny acronym. <laughs> I hate it. Thing? I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> so, director of first impressions, we'll be formal here and we'll, like, make it sound sexy because Dofi just sounds like death. And I just think of the death you every time. Dofi sounds sexy. First of all, no. what is the death? What are you talking Wait, you about? You've never seen the death. No. Have you seen the death? Mm-mm. Is this oh, a One Tree Hill thing? Oh my gosh. No, it's a mm. movie about about this girl who. So she's the death. And if you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, because here we go. Oh no. Um, <laughs> it's so cheesy, but I love it. Um, she has two beautiful friends, and she's the death. <gasps> I know oh, what you're talking about. She's yes. the ugly one? Yes. That's a bad yes. place to be. But yeah. she somehow gets hooked up with this hottie jock. Oh. And they're friends. She's helping him with his schoolwork. You know, the traditional, right? He's mm-hmm. helping her get this other guy that she has a major crush on. Mm-hmm. Uh, inevitably, they fall for each other. Mm-hmm. And of course. There's some good 90s music involved. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now you know my obsession with cheesy like that whole genre rom-coms i don't know sure yeah it's okay yeah um but no so after director of first impressions which we don't know how long we have you for obviously we want you here forever but is this forever like what you know like what are your goals i mean i know you and i chatted about potentially becoming a realtor or you know what what's next yeah so i've recently um acquired some more free time and so <laughs> Hmm. Tell me more about that. And so, Interesting. Um, <laughs> um, and so definitely <laughs> uh, completing, I started real estate school. So that's something that I am going to finish and see through. Not because I have the intentions of becoming a practicing realtor. That's It's not my calling. And that's totally mm-hmm. fine. I'm, I love being a recruiter. And I love having conversations with people. But that being said, I'm not going to miss out on a couple of thousand dollars for referrals, which I know I can do and I know that I can facilitate. So that is mainly my goal um, is just showing that I'm a good listener Mm -hmm. and that I work in an industry and people have a lot of good things to say. And I do believe that real estate is the key to wealth and that's something I want to be able to do and provide for myself. And so um, real estate based, that is my next steps. Okay. I'm happy here. I'm happy growing within a position of a realtor, but also with that on the same breath. And everybody knows that my long-term goal is I want to do. I want to publish my books and, yeah. Um, yeah, see where that takes me or doesn't, and that's fine. It's a it's a passion project. Yeah. So how long do have you, you been? Oh, <clears throat> now you go. You started first. No, no, no. Now you, you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> how long have you been working on books or a book? Um, this one in particular has been about a year, a year's process as Lauren snakes oh, to go sorry. get another yeah, okay. um, glass of champagne. Off. I was going to wait till you're out and then refill it. Oh, you're so sweet. Well, I am. I refilled ours when we were, you got to finish the mimosa. Anyway, I continue, Caroline. Mind you, they're both like on their side. Sam's on chugged his I per usual. I understand slow drinkers. I don't <laughs> get it. I'm enjoying it. Are we doing this or not? Continue, Caroline. <laughs> yeah, but this book in particular has been about a year in, in progress. It'll probably take another year at the rate that I'm going, but just trying to keep and stay true to the love of the process of it instead of the love of the result for it. Mm. And That's wisdom so. right there. That is. Thank you. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I'm trying to enjoy it. I love it, and I want to protect that at all costs. And so um, I'm okay with the ebbs and flows of it all, and I think I have a good groundwork laid out for it. So that's my goal. What genre? That's a great question. I don't really know how to describe what I write. I think it's it's historical, but also very contemporary. Um, because you have a certain time period I that do you have really a like. Do you want to share that? Yeah, just think Stevie Nicks, and you'll get everything that I need to say. So I that's love it. that's pretty much it. She's my girl, and I love her. I love everything that she exudes. I love that she doesn't. I don't know. Life is a lot about people trying to put on a certain image, and 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 I'm not a stranger to that. Mm-hmm. Everybody does that, and yeah. I just think that. Um, Stevie is the epitome. She has a really, really great mem- well, memoir. What do you call it? A biography that she wrote about autobiography. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's she's very transparent about all of her her ups and downs and everywhere that she went wrong, everywhere that she did, and how she lived this amazing life. And it's just the level of transparency that I aspire to have one day. Yeah. And so I love her for that. I love that. What's she up to now? Do we know? She's still singing. She's still, She's still doing her yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't she just here at Red Rocks? She was not just too here long at ago. Red Rocks. That's what yeah. I thought. Did you see her? No. You need to. Oh, yeah, I know. Like, you're talking about music and like how you love all these bands mm. and like do you go to shows much? You're like not really. Mm. I'm getting there. Okay. I'm yeah. getting there. Right. More free time. Well, you're afraid More of Colfax time. Avenue, so we got to worry. about I that. am, yeah. but I'll get there too. Yeah. We'll work on that. Colfax is scary. It is. But the three best clubs in Denver are on Colfax. So. And there's a record shop in Colfax. Twisted Jump. Okay. So I am so oblivious to Colfax. Maybe it's because I'm in Castle Rock. Yes, it is. But (laughs) it is. It is absolutely because you're in Castle Rock. (laughs) So if you want to see a show, um, and it's, I would, if it's a band you love, Mm -hmm. uh, so it's the Bluebird, the Fillmore, and the Ogden. And they're all within like, uh, two of them are pretty close. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's just the perfect size, the perfect level of seediness, and the perfect, like you can see a band there right before they blow up Mm -hmm. and headline Red Rocks. Like by Mm -hmm. the time they're doing Ballerina, it's too late. Like you missed it, right? Yeah. But which is fine. Yeah, I've seen bands at Ball Arena. Right. But if you love a band and you have the opportunity to see them at Red Rocks or see them at the Fillmore, I'd see them at the Fillmore. Okay. Yeah. Because um, it's just more intimate. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you Red Rocks is great. Like everybody loves it, right? You have to go to yeah. a show there, or shows there, yeah. or whatever. But um, if it's really about seeing the band, like one of those clubs, like the Bluebird's the smallest of all of them. So if you see a band there, it's like, uh, yeah, some of my favorite music memories have been there. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes they get too big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I saw Jonas Brothers at Red Rocks. Did you really? How old are you, Lauren? Yeah, now. Yeah. This? I was 30 years old. So, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. I know that you're probably five whenever they were popular the first go-round. Five round. now. Yeah. <laughs> but I was in high school, so like they were like the teenage heartthrobs. Yeah. And now it's just like they're the... I don't know. It's weird. Now, what was the uh, what were the people at the show like? Like, what was the demographic breakdown? It was breakdown? a good little mix. But, like, so it was me and my girlfriend and our husbands went with us. Troopers. Yes. What? Troopers. Yes. yes. So, like, her husband yes. and Chris went mm-hmm. with us. Right. And it was, like, a double date situation. And it was so much fun. That's I mean, nice. definitely more fun for us. Right. But, like, they watched me fangirl. Mm-hmm. But then it was like, but I love you. <laughs> right. I mean, was there? Any, it was, was an there interesting dynamic. No okay. question. No question. Right, because when Joe Jonas is singing, when you look me in the eye, <laughs> you're just like, Lauren, are you okay? Yeah. 
Okay, and do you fan girl harder over the Jonas Brothers or Harry Styles? Which one is great question? Jonas Brothers for sure. Are really? you serious? I'm dead what? serious. Why? Yeah. Is it so because Harry of what Styles, they did to you in high school? Yeah. So like, okay. think about it. Harry Styles in One Direction when they came out, I was already in college, mm. and I was nannying for a third grader and mm. fifth grader who were fangirling over One Direction. Like when I taught third grade, once I graduated college, mm-hmm. it was my third graders that were freaking out over One Direction. Gotcha. Like Harry Styles standalone is not Harry Styles One Direction, though. I know, but that's what I associate him mm. with, right? Got it. That's fair. So, yes, as incredible as he is, as talented as he is, there's just not that same spark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> I get I it. He's, yes, he's, Sam. I am fine. No, he's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, don't get me started with yeah. the Jonas Brothers. Okay? I will not. I started it myself. Now, Joe Jonas, is that the main one? There's a Nick, too, right? Yeah. yeah. So, like, Nick and Joe and poor Kevin is just... There's a, poor oh, Kevin. He's, he's the Cooper always, Manning. He's yeah. always been left out, hasn't he? I know. Oh, it's like, but it's he, he so may be sad. the happiest. He's probably just got oh, a probably. nice little life yeah. on like a farm somewhere or something, and he goes on tour. That's what I That's what I imagine happening. Anyways. Now, should this lead into what, what else do we have for Caroline? Anything before we uh, get to the her shaming us for not reading fast enough? Mm. No, I say we get to that. Part. Yeah, let's get to that because really, because this is Kevin. really the meat yeah, of this it's, episode. It's uh, yeah, it's um, it's not your <laughs> it's not your yes, reading pace, and it's not the assumption that other people don't have other things going on in their life. I'm not a mom. I'm mm. not. I have a dog, and that's but I do I do other things. It's that I try to fill my life with content that I want to consume so badly. And now call me an irresponsible spender. That's fair. That's a fair assumption. That I want to know it so badly that I will buy it. I'll buy the physical book because I can't not have it on my bookshelf. I will buy it on Audible so that I can listen to it when I can't be physically reading or holding it. And I'll buy it on my Kindle so I can lay down in bed and read it. It's the drive of wanting to know the story and so it's not the time it's the it is the options sam is so disagreeing and if you guys could see no, your no, face i'm not, I'm not disagreeing wheels are turning. but just like all three that yeah, is I know. yeah well, if i but but that but that's but i'm selective in what i choose to read i'm very selective in what i choose to read. Uh, how many Caroline, books yeah how many books have you read this year yeah like 36 that's not selective oh i've read 36 my in my goodness. life mm. no i'm kidding 36 this year Fear. yeah now but I have goals. The thing is, though, with the 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 hard copy and then the Kindle and then the whole mm. thing, like your Kindle and your Audible can probably sync, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're reading a hardcover book and then you switch over to Kindle, you gotta go and adjust and be like, where was I and X Y Z and doesn't that doesn't, doesn't that all just go back to the drive of just wanting to finish it? You just want to know it. You want to get through it. <sighs> I've never had a drive to finish a book. <laughs> There's <laughs> that. Kidding. You have I'm kidding. You get, I'm joking. I feel like you always get to a certain point in the book where you're yes. just like, I can't stop. It's true. Well, it depends to on the me, book. It's a, if I'm 100 pages and it's finishing that night, if I am under 100 fi- pages, yeah, I don't know what it is about und- with oh 100 pages goodness. left to go. It, I cannot not finish it. What's the latest you've stayed up reading? Oh, like I've I've done two hours of sleep before. Just, Yeah. It will oh drive me goodness. crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's mm-hmm. yours? Mm, I've probably stayed up to like one a.m. Yeah, one is mine too. Mm-hmm. I read there was yeah. a there's a there's a guy named Mark Edwards. He's a, a British thriller author, mm-hmm. and he's like he's like an average writer, yeah, but a very good storyteller. You know where the story's great, yeah. and, but you're not really getting turned on by any like yeah. turn of phrase or anything. Yeah. But it's so the story is so interesting. Good. You're like I gotta know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah, that's mine. So uh, how do you guys feel about uh, listening to fiction? Um, I, I get what you're saying about mm-hmm. that because with listening, so I also don't, I refuse to read like self-help books or thing, things of that nature just because I did so much of that in school. I don't find a lot of pleasure in reading nonfiction. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I am going to, or if I'm going to do some sort of thing in that nature, I need to listen to it because then I can yeah. process this, that it's kind of like a podcast yeah. in a yeah. way. Yeah. With fiction, it has to be super entertaining, like super entertaining. Otherwise, yeah. it's hard for me. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Do you listen to novels ever? Mm-mm. Yeah, no. I, I tried. No. It's it really depends on. It's just so weird because I feel like it's it's the medium. It was made to be read. Yeah. Mm. Especially when you're dealing with different characters and it's like one person trying to play different characters. And there was this one I was listening to where it was like him and his mom, and he kept trying to do a voice for his mom, and it just bugged me. Oh, you know? voices! Can yeah. we talk about voices? Yeah. The voice has to be right. Yes. The voice has to be right. Otherwise, yeah. it's just like what is happening like I listened to The Great Gatsby and mm-hmm. it was read by Jake Gyllenhaal 10 out of 10 wow Tremendous. I didn't know that yeah, I had yeah, no yeah. idea now that's a good voice yeah, yeah. no he's great and like he's an actor so he gets it and he doesn't overdo it and like the whole oh, thing wow. is just phenomenal yeah okay. driving through South Dakota oh. a long time ago so but how do we feel about like reading books and then seeing them in the movie right because Ooh. I'm about to start where the crowd is sing and I haven't great seen great book by the way. I haven't seen movie reviews. I have not, mm-hmm. I which haven't is kind looked. of concerning, right? It's been out for about a week at this point. Well, I just it's haven't never looked. Be I as mean, good. I'm sure they're there, right? Like I could go look and see on Rotten Tomatoes, but no, it's never going to be as and good Rotten as the Tomatoes book. You can't trust. You know, that's all. There's, there's yeah. a whole. Thing. You know, they're in bed with special interests. Mm-hmm. I don't know, um, but you have to. It's it's been better than the book, like a few times. Mm-hmm. And that's well, what are you recalling? Shawshank Redemption. And that's that only a very specific type where the book might not have been that great, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe The Green Mile. I don't know. I never read it, but the, the movie was really good. The Green Mile devastating. Yeah, so the book mm-hmm. is better? Okay. What Do you guys have any? Is that Kevin? I no. I don't think that I've ever <laughs> had an experience where the book is, or the movie is better than the book. I don't right. think I have either. Okay. Maybe I mean, at the um, time, maybe I thought Twilight. The Notebook. <laughs> the Notebook. Twilight. Yeah. Okay. Oh, right. I really like so the start, Twilight. There you books. go. Start with some bad books and yeah. then make them into a movie. Yes, that won't exactly. be Exactly. I, I was also in high school when I read Twilight. So, so well, so, I was too. So there we I go. I thought they were mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. And then I thought the movies were a disaster. The movies really? are disasters. Okay. Well, you can't. So, if you were going to take a story in book form, oh, it's Jeff Lovato, nice. Yeah. And you were going to make it into a movie. It would be like twelve hours long. You can't do that. Yeah. You could make it into a like a Netflix series. Yeah. The thing is, when you're reading, you fall in love with lines. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And there's pivotal lines, and there's lines that built the story, and mm-hmm. you don't get that when you watch a movie. Yeah. That's true. Completely different medium. Yeah. So. What is everyone, what do you reading and listening to? What are you reading? What are you listening to? And listening to can be anything. It can be music or it can be. So I'm listening to a genre right now. I'm doing a lot of diving into covers done from 2000 songs. I've been finding that very interesting as of late. Um, Give an example. a lot of indie music. Well, yeah, there's a song called Torn. I really like it. There's a, a cover by it. It was like Natalie. Oh, yeah. Yes. Merchant. Umbrulia or something like yeah. that. Yeah, White Flag yeah. covers. Of yeah. The, like just those super linger, those super oh, yeah. staple yeah. 2000 songs that I just kind of want to be revamped. I'm mm-hmm. looking for that. And mm-hmm. lots of indie music too. Mm. I like Briston Maroney. 
Lord is really that Bristol Maroney. That's a made oh, up. You guys movie. can bond yeah. over Lord for sure. Lord is incredible. She's yeah, an artistic she really giant. Is. She really is. It's true. Lauren's mm-hmm. not sure. Did I have you listen have to you Soul Power? Yeah, How about I don't. Hosier? Okay, yes. We talked about that on you the last episode. You did talk yeah. about that on the yeah, last one. Yeah, and you listened to it. Yes. And you and like, said he was okay. like John Legend. I about killed him. No! Thank you, Caroline. In what world? In what world? John Legend wears a suit and he's... Now, now. Sorry. He's in a possible... And Hozier is... He sings in a subway. He sings in a subway. similar tone. Okay. It reminded me... I'm going to defend you. I'm going to defend you right now. Okay, thank you. In Lauren's defense... The song we were talking about was Movement, which it does have a very R&B vibe. Mm-hmm. It's an R&B song. Thank you. But John Legend sucks. That's the no, only... No, you just won't listen to him again. Correct. It's not that he sucks. It's just that I hate him. How about that? You but know, like, he I'm looks like Arthur. I won't, he married that annoying yeah, lady. I won't sit here higher. I did learn all of me on piano, but that's that's where it ends. Okay. With John Legend. Right. I just... I don't know this why... Good. This is good stuff right it now. It just... Yeah. His voice... Is so soothing to mm-hmm. me, and like Hozier or John John Legend. Now, did he? Is this something you got like in the nineties? Like did that? No, was your this was just. Did recent. you have a core memory? Is there yeah, a core memory that that's associated See, with John she's Legend? Doing the psychologist. Thing no, right now. no core memory. Maybe? Just I don't know. Just yeah. like freely liking him. Yeah. Okay. It's it's a song like you and I. Mm. What is that? But how would I know? Okay. You're gonna have to go listen to it. One woman man, one woman man. I'll give him that one. That one's actually good. That was good. Mm-hmm. I'll give but him that it's, one. It's you and I, and mm-hmm. it just like, ugh, mm-hmm. like that's like the song. Okay. I don't know. We, we, okay. So, uh, all right. Wait. So we were going back to was it who were we on Caroline still? So, who am I? What am I yes. listening to? What am I reading? Oh yeah. Um, reading. reading? I just my finished God. Bird by Word, and I'm reading. Bird bird. Yeah. And I'm reading. At certain points, we touch. Right now. What is that? It's a fiction book about a woman who died. But that is a genre. Thank mm-hmm. you. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's a novel about a woman who died. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's fair enough. Yeah. Lauren. Well, I just finished The Silent Patient. So this is what we've all been waiting for. Now we can finally talk about it. Collectively, it took us six months. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah. So I just finished that. And... What did you think? I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. I was into it the entire way through. And I think Caroline... I mean, Caroline and I talked about this a little bit before we came on. But it was like, did you ever piece together what was about to happen or right. what the outcome was? And I was kind of surprised in this book that I, I did. Hmm. Because usually I I'm so oblivious and yeah. I can't get a clue. Hmm. But it was kind of nice. Mm-hmm. But also, Alicia was just so intriguing She was to great. Me. Yeah. What intrigues you? Um, just the fact that she was silent. Mm-hmm. For so long. Yeah, yes. commitment to, to the endeavor. Mm. But then it's like she recognized him, and it was like. Yeah, she, I was like, oh, that's why she attacked him. Yeah. Sorry, spoilers for Yeah, anybody. spoilers. But yeah. I feel and, like anybody listening who has been through your guys' journey of the silent patient probably knows probably, every probably already single. Finished it. <laughs> de- or Ed knows every single detail worth reading. It's probably. all been just yeah. unveiled. Yeah. yeah, it's possible. So. You're right. Yeah, and just, like, her thought process and, like, she Mm -hmm. wanted him to know that she knew. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Right, Till the very end. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Okay, what are you listening to? Um, it's a Chris Stapleton song. <gasps> Chris Stapleton. So really podcast, mm-hmm. a new podcast Navigating for all of my Laguna Beach fans. Oh, call her daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen Cavallari and Stephen Coletti what? just started a podcast last week. It is called Back to the Beach, and they rewatch all of the episodes of Laguna Beach oh, that's and talk and about them. Do you listen to that with your husband? No. Okay, well, I he watches to The it, Bachelor like, with you, so. He does. I wish yeah. Bachelor is tonight. That's Bachelorette uh-huh. is tonight. Yep, he watches it. We have a couple over every Monday, and yeah, we make our draft picks, and the winners you at the end draft? of this season. That's a fun spin on it. Yes. Oh, yeah. And the like winners that. at the end of the season buy the other couple dinner. Oh, because it is kind of fantasy football for yeah, chicks. For sure. Yeah. What do you like about The Bachelor? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> That's the best answer. That's fair. You know, like the thing is, right, that. because there's a plot. Every season, and every season, it's the exact same. Mm-hmm. It never fails. You have the person that's there for not the right reasons. Right. You, have the, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. you've got the two-on-one. On yeah. You've got the a-hole that's, like, you know, causing drama. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's the same. And this year, there's two bachelorettes, so it's double. Uh, spicy. You know? But, no, it's not that I particularly like the show. Sure, it's trash. It's, it can be entertaining, do I take anything away from it? Absolutely not. But we get to have a couple over, mm-hmm. and it's that time together that we just get to sit and shoot the shit and watch a show. Did you just curse for the very first time on the podcast? Whoa. Lauren! I, think so. I am simply appalled. <laughs> Edit that I am flabbergasted. Out. I, this is just, how will we ever release this? Will someone think of the We children? will never recover. You're going to have to, like, bleep that out. call, Caroline. <laughs> I will bleep nothing of the sort. But, yeah, and so it's just having a couple over. It's the mimosas. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's the mimosas. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it will never happen again. Hmm. Never. We'll see. Floodgates are open. Bachelorette talk. That's mm-hmm. what happens. But that yeah. is what happens. Yeah. What about uh, you, Sam? I am reading. Um, I just started a book called The 90s Apt. By Chuck Klosterman. You guys know who that is? He wrote mm. Sex, Drugs, and Cocoa Puffs. He's mm. a, he was like kind of a cultural critic. He was a music critic Sex, for a while. Sex, Drugs, and Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great book. Um, it's about like, he's just like a pop culture critic guy. And like I said, he was a music critic for a while. Real interesting guy. Real, um, mm. I, I like the way he writes. Very funny. And uh, my sister-in-law sent it to me. We've had like a fan club forever since hmm. since the old days. So is this, this a sister-in-law on the East Coast? Uh, no, this is okay. the sister-in-law in Minnesota. Okay. One of them. And so, yeah, this is uh, this is his new one. So I just started nice. that, um, and then listening to Lana Del Rey. Do you guys know her? Oh yeah. Do you know? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I've yeah. been to more oh. Lana concerts than I have any other singer. Ah, oh man. It. How many times have you seen her? Three times. Oh, wow. Where? Here in Denver or somewhere else? No. Arizona twice and once in San Diego. Mm. Mm. Turns out she's really good. She is. Yeah. Yeah. Which I didn't quite know. Like, I was introduced to her years ago and I was like, it was like, it's like that Die Mountain Dew song or something. And I was like, okay. It's not the best introductory song. I know. But then I got deep. Like, I feel like I can determine what I think about someone purely based on their reaction to some of her music. Mm. So we'll have to do a test. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) And what are you reading? 
the nineties by Chuck Klosterman. Okay. Yeah. That's what I started with. Hmm. We yeah. were there. That's okay. I'm also reading um Sorry. I'm also reading another book I'm about halfway through it. It's called The Day That Shook America. It's about uh, the terrorist attacks of, of 9/11 and um uh, it's just really good it's just a really good reminder of what happened and where we've come. And uh for anyone interested in the history of that day, I would recommend it. Did you know that that's and one of the most so down yeah. on everything that Sam said because it was boring? <laughs> Okay, that's one of the greatest psychological phenomena ever, though, on the research of memory, because people swear, Americans swear that they remember where they were on 9-11. Really? And chances are, you don't. No, you don't wait, even are you remember. Serious? Look it up. Like, you oh, made it really? up? Because yeah. I think I was in... You remember, no, like, these I was concrete, in PE class. Yeah, they remember these concrete, de- like, details, but the reality is, you don't. Memory is an interesting thing. If you want to cycle down on memory and psychology... Yeah, that's why there's so many um, wrongful convictions based on yes. eyewitness accounts. Yes. It'd be like, I was there, I saw really? it. It's like, okay, well, there you go. But it's a lot of people are wrong yeah. about that. Interesting. The yeah. yeah, there's a... Implanted memories, real thing. Wow. Interesting. So read that book and, um, you know, increase your knowledge. Uh, where were you guys? Where were you? Where, I'm serious. Where were you? I was in New York flying out the day before 9-11. No way. Wow. I'm not lying. Oh my goodness. That's wild. Thank I had a yeah. client who worked in the World Trade Center, but he was mm. off that day. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Mm. So he still got his business card. And so it's like, well, whatever the address is. Survivor? And yeah, basically. Wow. Tower One or something like that. Insane. A- anyhow, um, well, on that note, Caroline, it's been lovely having you. Thanks Thank you for so much me. for coming on. This wasn't that bad, was it? No. no. Not that bad. She was the mimosas and green M and M's help in the green M and M's. Yeah, she hasn't eaten that many. No, of them. she hasn't touched it. Um, but yeah, thank you. You're the best. <laughs> thank, you. thank you. We love you guys. Oh. See ya. See ya. <laughs>